0: The house finch was originally a bird of the western United States and Mexico. Then in 1939 or 40, a small number of house finches were released from cage bird distributors on Long Island, New York. Within the next 50 years, they had spread across almost all the eastern United States and southern Canada. The Golden Guide, published in 1966, showed the Eastern Range as just a tiny dot on the East Coast. By the time the second edition came out in 1983, the range had expanded greatly, the map showing it extending almost as far west as Wisconsin. By 1992, house finches had been recorded in 80 of the state's 87 counties. Trying to find a current range map of the house finch even online can be tricky. Almost all maps show the western range and the eastern range still separated in the middle. The one map you can count on being accurate and current is eBirds, powered by eBird data and updated annually eBird provides scientists, conservationists, educators, and the rest of us with high-resolution data, visualizations, and tools describing where bird populations occur and how they change through time. Thanks to the birders supplying data to eBird and to the volunteer reviewers ensuring that data is accurate, conservationists can rely on it for monitoring and managing populations, protecting habitat, and informing law and policy. In the fall of 1991, Petter Svingen found a fork-tailed flycatcher at Erie Pier in Duluth, jotted down all the salient notes, and rushed to get to a phone to alert Kim Eckert. Kim called me, and the two of us were both there within 20 minutes, but this bird, the first fork-tailed flycatcher ever reported in Minnesota, was gone with the wind, and neither Petter nor anyone else managed to locate it again. It was officially entered into the Minnesota records not because Petter is well known to be a great birder or because people on the committee liked him, but because of his careful documentation. The next spring, a fork-tailed flycatcher appeared in Grand Marais and remained in the same spot for many days. I saw that one, though this was well before I had a suitable camera for bird photography. Now that digital cameras are so very accessible to so many birders, most rarities entered in eBird get photographed, either by the original poster or someone else checking out the report. I took photos of the fork-tailed flycatcher that appeared near Stony Point this past September 17th. That bird was there long enough for people in Duluth responding instantly to get there in time to see it before it flew the coop. On October 29th, when I got word that a phainopepla was being seen near the McQuaid boat landing, I rushed right over. That one stuck around until November 1st. States and provinces keep records of rarities and the arrival and departure dates for regular migrating birds but their data is not easily available to people in other states and provinces, and melding the data from every state and province is unwieldy. That's why even when people report such species as evening grosbeaks to their state organizations, it's important to also report them on eBird so we can see continental patterns when these eruptive birds appear here and there in unusual numbers. Most state records, Committees now accept eBird records directly so people don't have the burden of making two reports. In another 50 years, will fork tailed flycatchers or phainopeplas be appearing regularly in Minnesota as house finches are now? How will evening grosbeaks be faring? Will the smattering of records of eastern screech owls in Duluth become more regular? It's impossible to know. It'll be the reports and documentation on eBird that allow us to track these birds in real time. This summer, the New York Times is collaborating with the Cornell Lab of Ornithology to promote eBird via the eBird challenge, Go Birding with the Times. Summer is when many birders take a break from birding between the two migration seasons, but data from the breeding season is extremely valuable, even from just our own backyards and neighborhoods. Please check out the link posted on my blog. I'm Laura Erickson, speaking for the birds.